Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherding. Welcome back to Soul Talks. Bill and I are so grateful to have you following Jesus with us and joining our conversations in Christ. And that's what we're talking about today is conversations of spiritual direction. And that's something that we're so grateful God invited us into. It's grown us so much, Bill, and our own spiritual friendship and our own ability to have fulfilling and meaningful soul talks. We have these every day and they're so enriching and helpful. They're like um, informal spiritual direction sessions. For so many years as a, a counselor and as a friend, as well as as your husband, Christy, I wanted to learn how to be more like Brother Lawrence. And when I'm listening to people, caring for people, to be prayerful. And I would say to myself, today I'm going to do that. Uh, like before I would see my, my clients in counseling. Uh, and then at the end of the day I'd go, oh, I didn't remember to pray while I was listening to people. Darn it, I'm going to try it or next time. I could be like Brother Lawrence, he did it. You know, God helped me do it. And I just, I could barely do it. And it wasn't until I went through my spiritual renewal and the, the inner journey spirituality that we talked about last week uh, on Soul Talks. And as we got spiritual direction training, then I began to learn how to do it. And I began, to, and it, it be, actually became a habit that, and now I have some of my best prayer times uh, and connection with God and intercession for people while I'm listening to them and just shooting up little prayers. And it's become so that there's, there's really a sense I have that the whole experience of helping, it, it actually is a prayer. Now, it's not like I'm continuously, consciously praying. A lot of this is unconscious, but there's a there's a, a new like settledness or peace in my soul and certainly an, an overflow of the spirit. And I've noticed such a difference in my ability to be helpful to people in that so often I just, I get a sense from the Lord uh, of a question to ask or uh, a, a picture, an image, a symbol that seems to describe what they're experiencing, uh, more accurate empathy for what, what they're feeling, what they're needing, uh, and it angles in on just suggestions of what somebody might try. And because there's, gosh, when we're listening to somebody, whether it's a client in counseling, coaching, or spiritual direction, or uh, it's a friend, uh, whoever it is, I mean, gosh, we as people were very complex, and there are many possibilities of how to identify sort of what the snag is and how to get unsnagged. Uh, and so being strategic is a challenge. And what I, what I have learned is that being, learning how to be prayerful and learning things like the Christ stages of faith that are in our book, Journey of the Soul, learn, learning tools like these, then now they're, they're ready, available for me as I'm listening to someone and, and the Holy Spirit directs me which one to use. It's like Jesus' parable of the owner of the general store. You come to you come to the store, and, and the owner can put his hands on treasures old and new, whatever you need. And Jesus says, "You can become like that." That's the ministry of spiritual direction. 
Well, and I'm so thankful because I've been the first benefit of your training in that. And you bless me all the time informally uh, as a spiritual director with the ways that you listen to me, the ways that you pray for me, the ways that you've changed. It used to be in the nature of your personality that you you would try too hard. Your earnestness was so beautiful, but you would you would be feeling the weight and the responsibility on yourself so heavy. And I have so noticed the difference since you became a spiritual director and got the training and grew in that and the tools, how much that has helped you. And as you've been so much lighter and easier in Jesus's easy yoke and how the power of the Holy Spirit's ministry through you flows so effectively. And at times I've gotten to bear witness to where we've been in a conversation with somebody and I've seen the spirit flow through you in those ways that I've just been overjoyed and amazed. Surely that was the Lord through Bill. And I'm so grateful for your receptivity and learning to, to hold back on your horses, your own fleshly talents and gifts to let the Holy Spirit guide you in sometimes surprising well, ways, but really powerful ways. Thank you for that. Yeah, holding back my horses has been a... <laughs> a long training for me. And like we talked about last week in our conversation on our soul talks conversation on spiritual direction, we need to learn these things in our personal life before mm-hmm. we're going to be able to do them effectively in our ministry to others, especially if it's going to be uh, joyful, uh, anointed yes. by God overflow yes. ministry. Yes. Uh, we can learn techniques, but gosh, in soul shepherding uh, in our spiritual direction, certificate training we don't just teach techniques we're, we're teaching a, a way of being a way of relating to god a way of being in relationship a, a, a lifestyle a rhythm of life and so our ministry of spiritual direction comes out of that and so i had to learn to hold my horses in my personal life yeah. and in my work life uh and uh, wait on god and listen to god and and die to self and die to selfish ambition mm-hmm. and uh, it was painful. It was depressing. It was very difficult. Uh, it was extremely humbling. But little by little, it actually became uh, relieving and uh, peaceful and joyful and delightful. And and then I learned how to do it uh, so much better as it related to in our marriage, listening to you mm-hmm. uh, with our kids as they were growing up and uh, in all my relationships, in, including meeting with clients and to do that uh, with Jesus, hold, hold hold back my my advice, my insight, uh, and you know just hold hold you know listen more, uh, listen prayerfully, ask a question, uh, and and see what see what God's going to do, and uh, in the course of the conversation, and it just continually surprises me. So yeah, if you if you can't tell, Christy and I are really in our sweet spot um, when we get to. Listen to people, care for people, shepherd them. Uh, sometimes we get to do that together, Christy, and that, that's very fun. Uh, we certainly get to do it together as we train people like you who are listening in our Soul Shepherding Institute retreats um, and in the uh, Certificate in Spiritual Direction training. Yeah, so that is one of the reasons why we would encourage you to really prayerfully consider this training because it does bring powerful change. and great fosters intimacy with Jesus, but also a lot of health in your relationships and really helps make this life with Christ where you are depending less on yourself and more on his power, his grace at work with you, in spite of you, with you, through you and not, and but in ways that bring great, great peace and joy. 
So, but we often will get questions because a lot of people that come to our Soul Shepherding Institute are not in our spiritual direction training, but they meet people that are, or they're learning from us and they want more. They're like, I don't want to wait six months to get more till the next retreat. I want more now. How can I get more now? And so often they will join in our spiritual direction training to get more. It helps them in their own personal growth. It helps them in their own rhythm of life. And it helps them in their relationship. And a lot of times we'll find spouses of people in our spiritual direction training who come through the next cohort or the next class because they see the huge difference it made in their spouse. And they're like, I want that difference too. I want that um, change, that growth, that healing that I see my spouse has gotten through this spiritual direction training and this experience of growth. So a lot of uh, people that come through and will come together as spouses like we did. We got trained together. It was really helpful for our marriage to be able to learn together and process together what we were learning to be able to read the books together and talk about them and new ideas and even things where we were kind of wrestling with something like, well, I don't know, that's really different. And what do you think of that? And where is that biblical? And, you know, spawn some good soul talks for us that were helpful too. But we have a lot of singles that come through as well. And everyone benefits greatly so we just want you to know young, old, married, single. Um, Coming without your spouse. Yeah. Yep. All of that is what is great. And there's no like prerequisite where you have to fit in a certain way. We have people come through who have their doctorates in spiritual formation and theology uh, and missiology. And we have people come through that haven't completed a high school education. So this is not the kind of thing where you have to fit some kind of prerequisite. God uses it in everybody's life. And then I think the other thing is people ask, well, how much time is this going to take? Do I have time for this? I don't know that I can really make space for this or take on one more thing. And that was a big thing for me when we started our spiritual direction training. In fact, I confronted you with that when you said, I think we should do this. And I'm like, well, if we have time or money, I want to do this, 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 and this, not that. And um, you listened to me with empathy very patiently. And you heard those longings and you heard those frustrations that came out for me about that. And you said, well, I'm, I'm sorry that you're disappointed. Um, in these areas, but I don't think that's a reason not to do this. And you went on and told me how you felt like I was leading us to do this training. And I was so thankful that you heard me and you were empathetic to the other things I wanted to do if we had time or money to give. Um, but you re- recentered me and I really heard the Lord confirming the invitation for me in that. And So it is an investment of time and money, but so worthwhile. And people will say, well, what is it? Can can you get practical? Can you give me some practical information? Well, what it is, is it's two years. Starting in March of 2024, our next class starts. Or any year. We start in March of every year. March of every year. And you can join up until July into a current class. The new class that started in March, you can jump in as late as July. And... What we have you do is every other month, there is a 90-minute online class. You're in a community of other students, and you get to learn from Bill, or I teach some of those classes, and we have an amazing faculty that teaches these classes. These are people seasoned spiritual directors. These are retired pastors. These are people that are uh, still in full-time ministry, but now their spiritual direction has really been huge in making a shift for them and their 
life's call and how they minister. And um, they are just incredible saints, incredible people. We get so much positive feedback on our, our faculty. Our students come to love our faculty too. We also have therapists on our faculty, including Christy and me. And our uniqueness in how we approach spiritual direction is that we integrate Jesus-centered psychology into the uh, understanding and the process of the ministry of spiritual direction. That's been so helpful to us to have that. And so we've wanted our spiritual directors to have that. Because every, everybody, every, every one of you listening to us now, every one of your family members and friends, uh, everybody that you know has struggles in the, in the broad area of mental health challenges of uh, stresses, anxieties, discouragements, depressions, compulsive behaviors, addictions, uh, uh, marriage conflicts, uh, various challenges that we're dealing with, as well as serious mental health disorders that are less common, but uh, things like suicidality, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia. Um, We even have family members uh, dealing with some of these kinds of things. And so it's it's all around us and uh, and for many of us very close to home and so you you get it that in life we have these emotional relational psychological challenges and uh, so understanding these things is helpful to spiritual direction spiritual direction is not therapy we're not professional therapists we're not training professional th- well Christy and I are professional therapists but we're not operating. We're not training that, our spiritual that, directors to be professional therapists, but we are training them in just general understandings that they need because people that they work with in spiritual direction and in ministry, some of them are struggling with some mental health issues and um, some neurosis. And spiritual direction is often very helpful for, for most people, even in areas that where they're struggling maybe with some depression or some anxiety. Yeah, and of course, if someone has a psychological disorder, uh, we train our spiritual directors to refer for that. And some clients simultaneously want to meet with a therapist and a spiritual director. Mm -hmm. It can be very helpful. But it is always a good thing for a spiritual director to be aware of and conversant about the different emotional challenges that people have. And uh, because so much of how we grow spiritually has to do with how we deal with our emotions. And so much of how we grow uh, into greater emotional relational health has to do with our spiritual life. They right. they intersect. Yeah. So we address the emotional and spiritual development and growth in our training programs. Every other month, you've got a ninety minute online. Yeah, you were giving Zoom. the practicals, yeah. and I, yeah. I interrupted you. Yeah. So every other month online, we had this little discussion before this podcast, <laughs> and Chris was saying, "Okay, Bill, we need to give them the nuts and bolts and practicals," and I was like. Yeah, but we need to give them the why. Now Christy's showing me the, the timer and saying, come on, Bill, get back to the practical. <laughs> and then every other month on Zoom also, a 90-minute supervision group. And that's where you're going to get to really talk through as you're practicing this, as you're experiencing this, what questions are coming up for you? What's surfing for you? Getting a chance to really get very practical experientially with learning spiritual direction. And then we ask you, so every other month, you're going to have a 90-minute online Zoom meeting. And then we ask you to read 12 books over the 24 months that you're in this training. And those are all books that are going to be a part of your learning, that are going to be really helpful for you. They're also all books that are going to minister personally to you in your own spiritual and emotional growth. And then the other thing that we have you do is we will have you 
also receive 12 sessions of your own spiritual direction because we want you to have the experience of receiving spiritual direction. And then you're going to have opportunity where we're going to give you some specific assignments to practice spiritual direction. And oftentimes this will start out where somebody will practice it just with a spiritual friend or with somebody in their small group or their church. They'll say, hey, I'm in a training program and I need to lead some people in some spiritual disciplines. Would you, in conversation, would you be interested in learning from me uh, or journeying with me in this, or sometimes even people do it in with a spouse or family member. Or someone you're ministering to as a missionary or as a pastor or someone that you're leading in Bible study and in your, your business or in your uh, group of parents that you meet with. Some people are even doing it at work with somebody who's a Christian at work and they're doing it in that context because they find it really fits. It's really helpful. It's really serving that, that employee or that colleague as well as themselves. So there's many different ways you can do that before you officially take on directees or clients, we call them, in Soul Shepherding, who are really intentionally meeting with you and looking to you as their spiritual director. But these are our ways also we're training you in some of the tools that have been most helpful to Bill and I in our work with people and our ministry. And that's one of the things we're imparting to you and giving you experience with, is to how to use some of these tools, how to use and enter into some of these soul care practices in ways that are really life-giving and then processing those and getting to do that in supervision and with other students and with us in class. So So we have lots of tools that empower you in your helping relationships and in the ministry of spiritual direction, including if you want to start a side business uh, or or even a, a, a a main business of earning income through the ministry of spiritual direction or the ministry of coaching, our tools will very much equip you. And these range from all kinds of things like uh, reflection-oriented journaling type experiences that bring in a a lot of our Jesus-centered psychology to uh, Lexio Divina meditations and contemplative prayer uh, to uh, using the the Christ stages of faith that we've uh, mentioned especially in the, in the last week's podcast on spiritual direction, uh, using the Enneagram. We had a, did a whole series on the Enneagram based on our new book uh, that recently came out, Healthy Feelings, Thriving Faith, Growing Emotionally and Spiritually Through the Enneagram. Uh, we teach our students how to use the Enneagram to be helpful in spiritual direction. Uh, so many tools, and our, our students just really appreciate these tools for their their own uh, devotion to Jesus and discipleship to him uh, and their, all their relationships and then especially when they're ministering to other people. And so people ask, well, how much time does this take? How much time do I need to do this? And won't this be disruptive to my current rhythm of life? And we've actually found people find that it's actually enriching to their current rhythm of life. Sometimes they have to change up a little bit of what they're reading to make space for the new reading or some of their practice, their devotional practices. They'll maybe pause for a little while to make room for some of the ones they're doing with their training. But we found everybody say it's been so worth it and enriching. And it takes probably we're finding on average is it's a minimum of like three to five hours a month is what we're finding people reporting. And then there are people that will spend up to more like 10 hours a month because they, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. And there's people that really want to put more into it and have that time to give and are doing that. So I would say you're looking at a minimum of 
three to five a month hours and then a maximum of looking at like 10 hours. Well, some people if, probably put 20 hours a month. Well, if they're in, reading yeah. extra reading and things, yeah, uh, and doing a lot of practicing and other things. But in terms of the bare, bare minimum requirements, you're going to need, you're going to be looking at that three to five hour a month commitment. And then also it does involve four of the Soul Shepherding Institute retreats, one on spiritual formation, uh, the second one on spiritual and psychological development, the third one on soul care ministry, and the fourth one on relationally healthy leadership. And these are really times when you're just going to experience a greater depth yourself, uh, very formative for your own life, and then also that greater connection with others that are getting this training as well. And so we love to have that in-person time with you on retreat, although there are people, we have a lot of internationals that do this, a lot of missionaries that do this, or people in other countries that can't come in person to the retreats. So they join us live on Zoom during the retreats, and they always have great testimonies of how God meets them in that too. So that wasn't something we, we didn't set out for this to be all online, but the Lord has directed us to offer that as well. And, and we found that it, it works very well and it's very enriching for people that can't come in person to those retreats. Every retreat, we have somebody uh, on Zoom that's part of the retreat community and people have felt like they, they really, do, we talk right to you uh, on, on the uh, Zoom camera and uh, show you all the students and they see you and you get to ask your questions and you get to be in a Zoom group. And then practically, Bill, we should talk about writing because there are people like me who get very intimidated by academia or writing. So it says the author. <laughs> <laughs> well, but also says the dyslexic person here who has never been great with grammar and punctuation and mm-hmm. feels intimidated and uh, compares herself to you. Um, and so there's a lot of people that feel like I can't write a paper. So we just want to let you know there's only four papers, one every six months. And that those papers are not research papers. They're not academic papers. They're writing about your experience with what you are learning. And so they're very much more just sharing personally, like a journal entry. And so the bar is set low and nobody needs to feel inadequate to do that. And then you will get a responsiveness to the work of the Spirit in your life from our professor, pastor, warm, wonderful, loving man, a heart type on the Enneagram who responds to your papers. Who has a PhD. Yeah, and, but and is a long t- time pastor and professor. He is a seminary professor, but he is but not. He's gentle. He's not grading yeah. your paper like it is for a grade. He is listening to yeah, your it's heart. About, it's about quality. It's about your experience with God. It's about what you're learning. And as with everything else in the program, it's it's really up to you how much you make of it. Yeah. But um, the 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 minimum requirement is that you do the paper and that it reflect your, your learning and and your experiences. Yeah. Uh, And I've just loved that we have people who are, they're taking this instead of graduate school. They, they wanted to get a master's or a PhD, but God directed them to this. And they're like, wow, this is that level. This is meeting that for me. And then we have people who would never consider a graduate program who are learning so much and thinking, wow, I can't believe how much, how great this is for me. The way that God caters it to everybody where they're at. And what everybody has in common is that everybody is in some form of ministry, not necessarily professional ministry. Lots of people are in professional ministry, pastors, missionaries, coaches, others like that. Uh, But everybody is very responsible and they're, they're 
all in with going deeper with Jesus uh, in emotional health and loving leadership. That's the soul shepherding tagline. That's what we help you do. We help you go deeper with Jesus, our Lord, uh, and uh, be healthier emotionally, spiritually, and in your relationships. And so there is a definite kindred spirit that everybody has in the program because these are people that are going someplace with Jesus and serving the Lord. And we have a lot of stay-at-home moms, too. We have a lot of moms, a lot of moms that come that have six children, even. and Homeschool. Um, yep. Homeschool parents, yeah. yeah. And God uses it so powerfully in their lives, too, and in their, their parenting. A lot of people that come are coming just because they're wanting their, this for their own formation and their own life. But there are people that are coming because they are called and they, they want to have a business as a spiritual director or a coach and or they're wanting to transition from their current ministry position to that a lot of people end up doing this part-time on the side and then a lot of people end up applying with soul shepherding and coming on our staff as spiritual directors or coaches and that's an option once you graduate to apply for that as well so there's many different reasons many different outcomes let's talk a little bit about the finances Uh, there is way to pay monthly for this, which is helpful for some people. You can pay a a lump sum, pay it all at once. You could pay it over time. We have people do it in different ways. And then there are people that raise support to do this. There's people that actually will write a letter to their friends, their colleagues, people in their lives and say, this is something I'm wanting to do financially. It's not something that we can add into our life right now. Would you pray about contributing to Soul Shepherding to sponsor me for this training? And it's been exciting to see God provide that way as well. And some pastors and nonprofit workers have uh, an education budget mm-hmm. or their uh, their church or their organization will pay for them to complete the Soul Shepherding Institute retreats and, and even the certificate in spiritual direction training. Yeah. And we have a lot of people that come to one of our institutes on sabbatical. And then while they're there, they get the invitation to jump in the spiritual direction training and um, are able to to pivot some of their sabbatical monies towards that too. So there's there's lots of different ways, and we would not want finances to be an inhibitor for you. So we encourage you to to pray about this, to talk to your loved ones about it, to learn more at soulshepherding.org. But Bill, will you pray for those that are listening and sensing? a dream, a longing, stirring with them, a desire within them for this training. Lord God, thank you for each of our friends listening and um, what's the dream that you've put in their heart, Lord? And are you drawing them into a deeper relationship with you and uh, a more uh, robust spiritual, emotional, relational, uh, flourishing life? and a call to minister to others, utilizing um, the processes and tools of spiritual direction. Um, Just pray, Lord, you'd speak to each of our listeners and encourage them in their life and in their relationships and in the ways that they're serving you. And just thank you, God, that we get to do life together, uh, at least through these Soul Talks podcasts, and uh, it would be so fun to do life together in our Soul Shepherding Institute's Certificate in Spiritual Direction program for the next two years. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
To learn more about our new class on a certificate in spiritual direction that's starting soon, just use the show notes with this episode or go to soulshepherding.org. And then in the menu, you go to For Helping Others and then Become a Spiritual Director. Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram 